Blog Talk Radio. God bless you. It's time for Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. So suit up in your full armor of God with your host, Pastor Roderick Williams, as we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. <laughs>
It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen and thank God. God bless everyone. God bless you, everyone. Um, this is different, I know. You know, new faces, everything. But we are children of God. We are we are God's creation. We all accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So we are brothers and sisters in Christ, serving the Lord all the time. You know, there are a lot of things that are going on, and um, I thank Pastor Sterling for allowing us to come up here uh, to fellowship with you, worship with you. But give God all the glory. It's not about us. It's about serving the Lord. And, and, and if we come together in unity and love and do what we're doing all over the world, but we have to start in our community. We have to start at home first. God tell us, how is it that we can tell the brothers or the sisters about the speck in their eye we have prank in our eye? So that means that we have to get our house in order. And in order to do that, we have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. You see what our own understanding gets us in a lot of bad situations. See, I wasn't always cleaned up like this now. I come from the streets, but God turned my life around. And see, we have to be able to tell the world about that, what God has done for us. So I thank you for being here tonight. I thank you for coming out to fellowship with us tonight, and we're going to worship the Lord tonight. We're going to serve the Lord tonight, and we're going to acknowledge him in all our ways, and he shall direct our path. Amen? God bless you, and I love you, and guess what? Ain't nothing you can do about it. Amen. Amen. First of all, let me... For the Don and, and, and the other gentlemen for for allowing me to be here tonight uh, to be there, but I, I, I'm I'm glad they let me go first. Amen. I I was asked this this morning to preach in the spring for Lent in a Methodist church, and they asked me when did I want to go, and I told them first because I didn't have fun nobody. Because when the bar gets raised, so, see, but Don told me this day, he says, um, he said, Pastor, he said, the thing I like about you is, he said, he said, it's you're real. He said, you're straightforward. He told me today, he said, because uh, I asked him, what was your dress code? My folk at my church know that my dress code pretty loose. I, I'm too fat to wear a nice suit. And I proved it today. I had one made. I went and tied that thing on, brother, I got to take it back. <laughs> I still had to pay. I'm doing a funeral tomorrow. I got a piece of suit together. But he he said he said Pastor he said you come just like you are. He said just come with the fire. Yes, Amen. So I'm ready for the fire. Y'all see shoes flying. I'm done. Amen. He said you come just like you are. I said even with no socks on. He said even with no socks on. I, I I'm not gonna pull my britches legs up, but my church folk understand what I'm gonna say right here. I came with no dogs on. <laughs> Here's what I want you to hear, though. This began some time back. I told Brother Don, I said, I don't know what I'll hear. At first, I'm one of the few times I've met, but they really sitting down talking. I said, you know, I've got a heart. I want to see this community. 
I want to see this community turned upside down. I want to see, I believe God placed this local church where it's at to reach the people where it's at. I don't believe we got to go across the country around the sea to find somebody to preach to. Jesus told the disciples, he said, go into all the world. He said, but first start right outside your door. Amen. I think so many times we've lost the vision, we've lost the, the passion of the folks right outside the door. And I don't think that's the will of God. I don't think we should be looking over the heads of those that we can see the clearest, trying to find somebody to say, look what I did over there. We need to be concerned with what we're doing over here. We need to be concerned with what's going on in our neck of the woods. And, you know, all of this, this whole thing come about that when Brother Don called me a couple weeks ago, I was in a ministry's retreat. I was on a ski lift coming down this big old pretty mountain when he called me. I always try to answer when he calls me. He always tries to answer when I call him, too. He said, Pastor, he said, I want you to, we're going to have a tin revival, and I want you to preach. I said, give me a date, and I'll be there. I said, I'm in it. Just like that, there was no hesitation. And can I tell you, before my feet got back on the ground, the Lord had spoken a word into my heart. What to minister tonight? So tonight, if you've got a problem with what I'm preaching, Get on your knees and ask God about it. Amen. Because everything I'm going to give you is coming out of the Word of God. That's the one thing about having a preacher preach to you that don't have a, my wife don't like, I'm not stupid, I'm not ignorant, I'm not uneducated, but I ain't got no big old theologian head on my shoulder. I'm a simple-minded preacher that loves the Lord, and I get everything that I get right between Genesis and Revelation. If you don't like it, take it up with God. Amen. 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 Now, bear with me. I have to have that water. A fat guy got to have one or two things. That ain't funny. <laughs> she said, I ain't, I'm glad I'm going to preach you one night. I ain't preaching. I ain't sitting on the front row. He going to preach no more. I got to have food or what? So it's robbing up food, you, so you might want to be careful. A couple of them bugs out will come loose now. I'm putting much water in So I got to have that water up there. I brought me a, one of my favorite paperweights. Because I've got to have the word being still where I can read it. Amen. We don't have a screen to put the words on, so you're going to have to either turn in your Bible or trust not. Either way, I want you to write it down, because you don't need to trust what I say. You need to trust what the Bible says your voice. I tell my church folks, if you don't buy it because I'm telling it, you buy it because God says it. You need to look it up yourself. You need to read it for yourself. The Bible says that he will give us the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, but he didn't say he's going to give it to me from somebody else. He's, he's telling me i got to get it myself. Amen. Tonight I want to share a message, message with you tonight called, I named it All as One. The whole concept of this message is, is, that, is that I'm going to show you in Scripture tonight where it doesn't matter whether we're Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter whether we're rich or poor, it doesn't matter whether we've been a drug addict or, or we've never seen what dope looks like, it doesn't matter whether we're white or we're black, or, or it doesn't matter. God wants his church to be one church. God, I believe it's time for the church to realize there should be no other divisions. There should not be anything separating. If you want to get down to the true facts of why communities or, 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 or neighborhoods get like they do, it's because we split hairs over too many of the, of the wrong issues. Right. Nowadays, we can't got enough to fuss about, so we fuss over being vaccinated or not being vaccinated, right. being masked up or being not masked. And you know what? We can split hairs all we want to all day long. And God says this one thing right here. He said the greatest commandment of all 
He said, first off, we got to love God. He says, but to love everybody else. Let me tell you something, honey. If you find fault in everything that your brother or your sister is doing, if you can't embrace them, who they are, where they are, how they are, at the time that they're there, you don't love them. The communities will never get right if the church can't get right. That's right. The communities will never come to know the Lord, my Lord, if the church doesn't know the Lord. When I say the church, I don't mean Christmas Assembly and, and whatever the other church, uh, the, the churches that are, are, are part of it here tonight. We are one. And I'm going to show you the scripture tonight. We are one church. The body of Christ is one church. We're one set of believers. Amen. It doesn't matter. One little doctrine, one little difference should not draw division in God's people, honey. At the end of the day, we're all supposed to be striving for the mark of the highest calling. Y'all listen to me. If we're going to reach a community, whether it's this part of town, whether it's that part of town, honey, we've got to be able to agree on this is God's word and nothing else can take precedence. Not my opinion, not your opinion. Opinion. My mama, honey, I ain't got to like everything. That's right. Matter of fact, my wife had looked at me pretty good tonight. She might not have liked my choice of clothes. <laughs> I didn't ask her opinion when I went back up there. Sunday mornings, I have to have her opinion, though. She tells me what I have to wear and what I cannot wear. I do something when I read God's Word, I like for you to stand. My text is going to come out of the book of Ephesians, chapter number 4. Y'all hang on my fat little short stubby arms. They ain't long enough. So I got I to gotta extend them. They just got longer. What's what the Apostle Paul says right here. Ephesians, chapter 4, beginning verse 1. He said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another. What's what's the word he says right there? He says, in love. Forbearing one another, sticking it out for one another, hanging on to one another, going to fight for one another. He said in verse three, endeavoring to keep the unity of the he didn't say sameness. We all ain't the same. He said the unity, the unity of peace, the unity of, excuse me, the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. He said there is one body, remember I just said that one ago, there's one body, one spirit, hello, the same Holy Spirit my brother was praying to up here a while ago, it's the same one that I pray to. He said, even as ye are called in, in one hope of your calling. All of us got the same hope. We all want to go to heaven. He says, one Lord, one faith. There should be some parentheses right there. Don't split hairs over one little difference because it's still one faith. One bad baptism, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And he didn't say, my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. Some of y'all would get that. Remember Tom, the show was from the 70s. One baptism, one God and Father of all. All of us, all of us pray to the same God that is above all and through all. And watch what I'm going to close with in my text right here. And in you all. You ain't got nothing, no difference that I ain't got. Amen. 
you ain't got no, no difference that you ain't got. Guess what? If they saved over across the road, we ain't got nothing that they ain't got. We don't have the monopoly on what God's got. Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit minister in this house tonight, oh God. Lord, it might be a little different. We might not be used to things the, the way they're going tonight, Lord. The devil's already tried to interrupt. That just lets me know that you're not done. Yeah. Lord, that just reminds me that he's afraid tonight, oh God. Heavenly Father, let your hand hold oh, my be upon this place tonight, oh God. Lord, not my words, not my thoughts. Lord, let this not be personal or carnal. Oh, God, but let it be a spiritual guidance guided by you, Heavenly Father. Minister through me now in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. As Christians, we must conduct ourselves as such that we reflect the Christ that's in us. According to the scripture, it's the same God. It's supposed to be in all of us. Can I tell you, loving one another when we, when we, when we believe in, and when we're an Alabama fan ought to be the same as loving somebody when we're an Auburn fan, believe it or not. There ought not be a difference in it, honey. Love is love. Can I tell you something? That redhead sitting over there, 33 years coming up soon. 33 years I've been loving her right now. 33 years I've been affectionate. I've been passionate. I've been embracing her. And can I tell you something? It's the same love that that little four-year-old grandbaby, that two-year-old, that four-month-old, it's still the same love. It ain't nothing no different. I don't share it no different way. It's still the same. It might be expressed a little bit different between my wife and my grandkids. But what I'm trying to say is we have the same passion. We have the same love, the same way that you love your children, the same way you love your family. God says that, hey, just because you're a person that you're a different thought or a different opinion over something doesn't mean that your love is any different. Christians should all have the same type of love. I'm going to show you some important parts of that in a minute. The word unity, and I said it a minute ago, it's not sameness. That doesn't mean that we're all the same. Let me hold up. I got, this is a hockey puck. I'm a hockey fan. I like the Detroit Red Wings. This was an old Mobile Mystics hockey puck. I didn't bring it tonight to preach, but I brought it to be a paperweight. But it kind of serves a good point right now. On the hockey team, the team that I go and watch, or on the football team, it's a team that's made up of different individuals. They're not all the same. you got some that play offense, some that play defense, some are quarterbacks, some are linebackers. What you saying, Pastor? Everybody's got their own thing that they do. Everybody's got their own personality, but it's still playing for the same team. It's still I want my team to win. It's still that we're still driving for that goal line or this position. It's that goal line, honey. We everyone ought to be striving to get a little bit closer to God. We ought to want to take somebody with us. If you've had a good enough dose of God, if you've had a good enough inward feeling, you want to get somebody by the hand and help them along the way. If you've got a good enough taste of the Holy Spirit, you ought to want to share it with somebody. If God's done something other in your life that's turned your world upside down, it ought to make you excited and want somebody else to get a little bit of it. <laughs> want to share a little bit of it. They ain't but a very few things in my life I, I get kind of stingy about and don't like sharing. One of them is a cherry pie that Sister Janice makes me. And, uh, I thought I'd throw that in them all sitting back there. I had to make her laugh one time. There ain't many things that I don't want to share. Can I tell you that the love of God is the one thing that I do? Oh, my mind, honey, can I tell you, I cannot meet a stranger. 
And within just a few moments, I got to know if they know Jesus. I cannot be around a stranger and, and, and not know if they've saved or if they know the Lord because guess what? I used to didn't be saved. I used to didn't live for the Lord. And I thank God that there was people that lifted me up. I thank God that there was people that encouraged me. I thank God that there was still people that cared enough to go out of their way. They didn't care that I looked like the devil, that I walked like the devil, that I smelt like the devil. They cared enough to love on me to where I was at. He embraced me. Thank God, hallelujah, that somebody still loved me, even though I was different. Even though I didn't, I didn't, I still didn't live up to the to the description of a Christian. We need seven Christmas trees in our house, but we don't have seven. I don't, I don't think we need some of that frou-frou things in the church. I didn't think my living room needed to be painted when it did. But I'll tell you. one another. God's plan for us is to win souls. God's plan for us is to is to return a fruit unto him. Yes. God's plan for us cannot be done all by ourselves. We talks about the bond of peace. That's God's point of view. God has bound us. God has put us together. Not man. It's not man that, that binds us together. It's God that binds us together. It's God that holds us together. Harmony. Come on, somebody. Where once was harmony, where once was conflict, in the peace of God. Come on, church. There's unity. There's love. There's kindness. Whenever we look and we, we, we let our lives and we let our our, our, our our outward appearance reflect God. Everybody got to dress the same. Everybody got to wear the same style shoes or the same haircut. I'm talking about as Christians, we all ought to have a, the same kind of swag to a certain degree. As God's people, we all ought to we all ought to begin to at least sound a little bit alike you know, somewhere down the line. Thank God, some folks can sing. Come on, got to drown me out. I was up here today. I come along with Fred, and he come along up here, and there was a fellow, another brother, and the Lord came along, stopped, 
And Brother Don asked him, could he sing? And that man told the truth. He said, he said, no, sir, he can't. told my church folks this before, and I forget what the minister was that maybe was the only movie. I, I can't remember, but it was one of the old-time preachers. He said, if they want to go to hell, let them climb over your dead body to get there.
We can throw this book in the in the garbage uh, when there's different ones, when there's more, when there's other issues, when there's things. This doesn't apply to us anymore. What you said, man, you're talking about throwing the word of God down. No, honey, I ain't talking about throwing it down, not if we're on the same page. Amen. If we believe in the same thing, we're going to get on the same page. We're going to live by this thing. We're going to serve by this thing. We're going to do our very best to uphold what Jesus says in these pages right here. Can I tell you, we're not going to omit uh, We're not going to omit Deuteronomy. We're not going to cut out Proverbs. We're not going to throw Revelation. We're going to use it from Genesis all the way to Revelation, right. and God's going to speak to us through each and every page. This Bible says that God gave the inspiration to write it, that God breathed these words, right. that God put this on here. If we want to serve God, if we want to see the place turn upside down, we got to get back to that theory. Your doctrine ain't what gets people saved. It's the Word of God. That does. Right. It's the Word of God. You know what? And the Bible says, watch this. I blow somebody's mind with this one the other day. The Word of God says that it's good for doctrine. When your doctrine don't line up with the Word of God, <laughs> you're not a church no more. You're a social gathering. Mm. Hello? I, I, I told somebody that the other day. They didn't believe me. It says that the Word of God is good for doctrine. You take this Word of God out here, and that's what formulates your, your body. That's just what you desire who you are, your thought process. Because you know what? When the Bible was written, there wasn't perverted movies. There wasn't the drugs. There wasn't the faith that goes on in this world nowadays. That's why he says you take this right here, and now you form the doctrines. Because guess what? The Bible was written faster than the times was actually transpired. So you got to take this, and you got to understand it. you got to eat it. you got to ingest it, honey. And you got to, the Bible says, discern what it says in there. And if we can get two different things out of it, we ain't reading the same Bible. Because he said it's meant the same thing for now and forever. It's not going to change. The Word of God will never change. Amen. It's got to be God's way. 
I told somebody this other day, one of the brothers in our church, when he gets to preaching, I told him, I said, find fault in what he's preaching. Prove me wrong. Prove him wrong. I can't do it. I can't do it. Sometimes the word of God says in itself. It said it's sharper than a two-edged sword. Oh, my, my. Let me tell you something, honey. I've swallowed a lot of hard swords in my time. It's been a lot of it's been hard to get down. And it's even harder coming back up because i got to get it down again. Because God ain't going to surrender. He said that there be no divisions among us, but that we all be perfectly joined together in the same mind. And in that scripture it says this, and in the same judgment. That means that we hold the same standards for ourselves as somebody else. Thank you, Pastor, for getting and trying to make a difference. 
Here's what I'm telling you, church. There's, there's so many opportunities. There's so many opportunities. Look, you would be surprised at how many children there are. There's on all these little back roads. You'd be surprised at how many children are down on all these other little roads. You'd be surprised at how many of them would come out of the woodworks if somebody would just come after them and come seeking them and put their arms yeah, yeah. Don't worry about how they're dressed. Don't worry about what, what they got, what's in the bottle, what their parents have. Don't matter what kind of drugs their parents might be addicted to. Yeah. Oh, we need to be concerned with that, too. But let me tell you something, honey. If you can get the children first, they've still got hope. Yeah. There's still hope. I'm proud to say, this young man sitting right there like he's asleep now. He stood right up there beside that table. Brother Don knows this for a fact. That young man sitting right there spent every Monday of the summer with me. That young man right there giving away over 1,500 meals to kids in this community and on Crystal McLeod Road every Monday, all summer long. It didn't matter. Brother Don knows this. It didn't matter how hot it was. It didn't matter them little storms that popped up. He spent all day long every Monday because he knew that there was kids in this community, in these communities, that need to be fed. They don't just need a physical food, honey. They need a spiritual food. They need somebody to love them. They need somebody to embrace them. God says to go out, and he said, he said suffer these. He's talking about the kids. To come to him. We, the, the church needs to get back to that heart of that the community matters. What happened to the old days? The church was placed out there to be the hub, to be the, the, the center of what's going on, and it ain't no more. We've lost that. We're going in every different direction. I don't believe that's God's will. I don't believe that's God's will at all. I believe it needs to get back to the time where, where it doesn't matter which church you go. We all not be fighting over church members. We all not be fighting. Honey, let me tell you something. Moving from one church to another, that ain't growing the kingdom. That's just changing membership. That's playing pinball with people. And, just, and, and, and what, most times, a lot of the preachers will be glad to sell them to you. Whenever Paul wrote these scriptures, there wasn't a Baptist, there wasn't a Methodist, there wasn't an AG, there wasn't, it was a church. That's right. The New Testament church. The one on the day of Pentecost. Oh, somebody was sorry. When 120 got all in one mind and one accord. And they, that's the problem now. You can't get 120 people together and get in one mind anymore. That's been preaching and all that. No. You can't find 120 people to think alike. You can't find 120 people to agree on the, on the color of the carpet, let alone the Holy Spirit. Come on, church. Hello. One Why can't the church get back to one mind? It don't matter who the pastor is. Why can't the church get back to one? It don't matter what building we're in. The building ain't nothing but just the corral to get us together to feed us up and go back out and do the plowing. Missed a good chance to say amen, Nancy. The church ain't the place where we're supposed to do business. The church ain't the place of business. The community is. 
outside walls is. The church is just a place to come and get harmed. Sometimes we got a lady give her heart to the Lord the other night in our Sunday night service. She came in because she was free and the Lord showed her otherwise. She was boasting about having been baptized in a, a river out west somewhere, Colorado, I think it was. Now she wants to be baptized in that little that little tub we got over at the church. Make the walls down, love them how you get them. Amen. But guess what? If we all don't come to that understanding together, if it's a, if it if it all is if it all is contingent on the suits and the ties, you're gonna miss a big a big harvest. If it all is contingent on 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 on, on what political party we are, we're gonna miss a good harvest. If it's all let me tell you, if it's all contingent on skinny people and fat people, let me. Mm-mm. Y'all better love fat preaching, so I ain't going to talk about you. You talk about me today. <laughs> so I'll tell y'all, the church itself, I want you to do the whole thing. I had a person come to me. It's been some time back, and they said, let's get you on the pastor of black church, don't you? I said, no, I still don't. I said, I'm the pastor of black church, neither. I don't pastor a church that reflects God. Amen. I want, to, I want to pastor a church that reflects this community. I want to pastor a church that loves God, whatever color that may be. I, I wanted to bring some dirt with me tonight. I told Sister Robin this. I wanted to bring some dirt. And I want, so I'm going to give you this illustration about this. I go over here and get some, go down here to Smith Sand, get some red dirt, Smith Sand, right here. I'm going to get some, get some, get some white sand. Go over there on the road or wherever and get some black sand, black dirt, whatever. Hold them up, and you can see the difference red dirt, white dirt, black dirt, whatever it is. And then put them all in a bowl. And shake them up. Mix it up real good. Stir it up. And open that bowl up. And I challenge you to look in there and find a separate color. It'll take on a totally different appearance. It'll take on a And you can't split the colors back out again if you want to. What do you say this to my pastor? When we all realize that we came from the dust and we're going back to the dust, we all ain't nothing but dirt, honey. We all ain't no different than that. It don't matter that my hair is prettier than yours. It don't matter because I'm thicker than you are. It don't matter because I got a fine baritone voice and you don't. It, what you said, that y'all know I'm talking about y'all ain't talking about me. I got this old horse hat. Down the, well, no, y'all know which end of the horse it belongs on.
Well, there are people, folks, that can hear my voice right now that often begin to knock on the door. Somebody saying, I love you. God loves you. Somebody, come on, church. we got to get together. The Bible said one put a thousand apart, two put ten thousand apart. If we pull together, if we quit worrying about, oh, I wanted to preach first. I wanted to be the first. I wanted to, I didn't want to know, honey. Just get in here and do what God wants you to do. And see, it's better that we all serve the same God. Yeah, one by yeah, one, yeah. one yeah. God ain't splitting hairs over who wants to do what. God says, go out and preach and teach and share the gospel. He didn't say go for just this particular house. He didn't say just go to your family. He said go to the other, to the outer parts of the world and compel them to come to here. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus says in the book of John, no greater love than this than a man lay down his life. Yes, brother. Oh, his brother. Yes, sir. That's my brother over there. Amen. That's my sister right there. That's my brother. That's my sister. I'm going to pick on you. You go with me. Pick. That man's a drug addict right there. And I know you shouldn't just hold it just like that. His face before God. God has redeemed him. What you say about the you know what he's saying from? You know what that man from? You can't even come to the table where that's from. They say from the church. It doesn't matter what you got to do. What compels them to come to know the Lord? You use what tools you have. You use what you, brother, you understand. I love you. Man, I'm not throwing you under the bus. But you know, I pray for you every day. This brother tells me the other day, brother, he wants to get baptized. He wants to join the church. Can I tell you, my friend, if somebody will get off of their soapbox, get out of their cushion seat, and love Jesus and love somebody where they at. It doesn't matter. You know where I came from. If you know what it took people to get off of their horse and to say, that one right there is worth saving. That one right there is worth reaching out. God seen something in me when the world didn't. God seen a benefit that he could get out of me because I'm just stupid enough. I'm just crazy enough. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter how bad they are. It doesn't matter how bad they've been. It doesn't matter how big God says to go get them, honey, and God will use them to get what they got. It doesn't matter how they look, how they smell, how they walk, how they talk. God wants them to get saved. God wants them to come to know him. God wants them. Oh, he says, Jesus says, I came to give my life a ransom, and here's the word that breaks my heart. He said, for me, my church folks know that. That word many breaks my heart. Because Jesus said that he gave his life for many. What does that mean? Everybody Everybody ain't going to get saved. Everybody, why? Because some folks are going to reject it. Some folks are going to refuse it. Some folks are going to deny it. And it says also no man can come to the Father. Oh, the Son. So they got to come through Jesus to get there. They got to be compelled to come. Are we reflecting the Lord or are we reflecting something carnal? 
Are we staying so stuck on our own perspective or what we think it ought to be and forgetting about those that are lost, those that are going to perish, those that are going to die and burn in hell? That's not God's will. The Bible says that we came from the dust and we're going to return to the dust. Regardless, we're supposed to love and embrace everybody. If we want to see this community on fire, those of us in this community has got to bind together. Amen. I think that every church is represented here tonight. Just a few miles. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Father God. Breathe upon this house tonight, O Lord. Lord, find this word. Lord, your word says that our best is food and rags. And, O God, take what we have for us. us a new spirit, Lord God, a new, Lord God, a new heart. Father, let us be found righteous, Lord. Let us be found holy. God, most of all, Lord, let us be found faithful, Lord, because the one who saved us has been faithful. Lord, people, within the sound of my voice, Lord, I'm not Lord, I just feel Lord, I pray, God, that from this day forward, Lord, that there be a stirring. Lord, my, my, Lord, I want to proclaim this right here is holy ground, oh God. Lord, that what's going to go forth from here, Lord, from this night forward, God, Lord, a harmony, a unity, oh God, amongst the brethren, Lord God, amongst the people, the churches, oh God. Lord, it's going to draw the sinners, Lord, to the altar. Lord, it's going to bring us to a place of, of true repentance, oh God. Lord, regardless to the division, Lord, regardless to the differences, Lord, regardless to the things that make us different than one another, Lord, we're going to lay those things aside, God. We're going to be the church that you called us to be, oh God. Lord, because the thing that matters most is reaching the lost souls. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, first we must be found worthy to drink from the Father's cup. Lord, we must search ourselves, oh God. Are we fit for service, Lord? Have we been redeemed, Lord? Have we been paid for? Have our, have our sins been covered? I pray right now, Lord, that your spirit will be work right now, Lord. Lord, there's one lost soul in this house, Lord God. Lord, there's one person in this, in this meeting, Lord, Lord, that's lost, Lord. That God, if they would, Lord, if you would call them home tonight, Lord, would they spend eternity in heaven or would they in this house tonight need more prayer need more the Lord to do something in your life I tell you I'll even give you a different chance you can come down here we'll pray for we got some anointing oil down there Father I just thank you Lord Father I, I just expect Lord that every person here tonight God has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb Lord it doesn't matter what's behind us Lord it doesn't matter where we've been oh God what matters is where we're going forward at Lord where are we going to end up at oh God Lord, I pray, God, that for the, the light that shines upon each and every person here, Lord, I pray, oh, God, that that light will shine forth, God, that there will be lost souls that will come to know you, God, because of this faithfulness tonight, oh, God, because of this submission tonight, oh, Lord, saying, here I am tonight. Lord, I just want to be used of you. Lord, 
thank you, God, that you've opened up our eyes, our hearts tonight, oh, Lord, that you've softened the spot inside of us, oh, God, Lord, that, that others matter. Lord, help us to be sensitive to your spirit, oh, God. Lord, that we follow and we obey, God, that we reach out to those that are lost, those that are without hope. Lord, I pray a special prayer like right now, oh God, for every church in this community. Lord, I pray for the ministers, for the ministries of those churches. God, get them out of the walls. Lord, help them, Father, to bind together in harmony, in unity, oh God, with the other ministers, the other churches. Lord, why can't we dwell together in unity? Yes, Lord. The word tells us to. Yes, Lord. Lord help us to dwell together in harm and unity, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Reach for the same thing, Lord. Yes. Lost souls saved. Regardless of which congregation they go to, Lord. Yes. Help us to be respectful. Yes. Thank you tonight, Heavenly Father. What a word, what a word. The church needs to come together as one. You know, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And just pretend who you are in the house of God and not living a holy life is hard. I remember Paul said something. I've learned. He said, I learned how to be content. And he learned it. Not just because of a ritual or how he lived in the world, but he learned it from Jesus. And when he learned it from Jesus, he said something. He had to work, my brother, for it. He worked for it. And when he worked for it, Paul said, I've been down low. I've been abased and I've but I and such things how to be content. You've got to go through something, brothers and sisters. And when you go through it, Brother Kenneth said tonight, there's got to be a unity in you. And that thing got to be personal. It don't matter about color, gender, who you are, boy, girl. It's a personal thing, my brother. Just like you came to the Lord and came wholehearted and come to the altar and gave yourself. And when people go back to the altar, which is some of us, I'm going to say this and I'm going to move right on. Some of us been saved so long. <laughs> we, we, we've been saved so long. <laughs> And when we get stayed so long, we just get we get relaxed. And when we get relaxed, we cause a problem 
within ourselves, and then it causes other people problems. But when you live holy, but when you live holy, a holy life will change a whole community. Just think about this, and I'm going to go a little farther and allow us to get out of this way this you father and it's not good for you but we're going to get into where we need to be in the next step in this minute i want to say this i appreciate every one of you why do i appreciate you it's because you you can you can Somebody told you about coming. That's what you thought. But you came because Jesus. <laughs> preaching has already been done. I'm not going to go and preach. But I just want to say this. You are here for a reason. You heard a word tonight that comes from the throne. We got to love one another. And without love, we will not make it. You just can't love your children. Love inside of your house. You got to love outside. You got to love. And it got to be a true love that's come from the heart. Amen. Amen. I wanted to recognize the pastors that were here tonight, but they, my pastor, he had to leave because he had a sinus problem and sitting in the dew, and the dew falling on his head with no, nothing on his head. He had to leave. Another pastor, he had to leave. But we thank God for them, for coming out and being a part of this revival for the community because their churches are in the community. They came out and they listened to the word of God. They amen the preacher man of God. You know, I love to see that type of unity. And that's what the Lord expects of us is to listen to his word and not only hear it, but do it. I'm going to let that hold on. So I go, I get to preach. I'm, I'm like Brother Kenny. I will preach. And I, I, I never knew how to preach. But when the Holy Ghost does doing his thing, <laughs> amen, all I got to do is let it roll. Amen. But we're going to move just a little bit further. We appreciate my brother. We appreciate the visionary of this ministry. We appreciate breaking chains, amen, amen, ministry, amen, the visionaries, amen, for this community, amen. This young man came here one time to pick up some greens out here, and when he did, he got hooked to this ground. He saw it, he felt it as hard. This was holy ground. I've been trying to sell this place for quite some time but it won't never come to fruition. I see that now. 
Glory be to God. God has a plan that sometimes we don't see. I want to get away from work. I've been retired 13 years. Now I want to stop working, but I can't. I planted greens, acres and acres of greens, and it's a ministry. Everything I touch is a ministry. I just keep giving and giving and giving. Got rid of trucks and 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 and, and, and tractors and and all types of backhoes and build, build bulldozers and all types of stuff. Trying to stop working, but the Lord just keeps adding to the ministry. Tonight, Brother Roderick got something in mind that he wants to do for somebody. And I don't know what his idea is on giving somebody some fresh vegetables. I mean, these vegetables are fresh. The girls sit down and chop them up and got them all ready for you. I don't know who the three individuals may be, but you're going to get blessed tonight with some good old fresh veggies. How about that? <laughs> Amen. We thank God for each of you and all of your hearts and minds and spirits. Amen. So we want you to continue to pray for us. Amen. That the Lord will continue. I never put up a tent nowhere where it just lasts one, two, or three days. I always go into 30, three and four weeks five weeks. But you know what? If the Lord lead us to go further, Brother Kenny, we're going. We got wings this community. If we don't get one out of here, we're going to win this community. But first of all, let us get revived for winning these souls. Tonight we be revived and love one another. And see how the Lord will give you a ministry that will connect with Brother Kenneth, me, Brother Roderick, and all of the other brethren that we can all come together and, 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 and fix that brokenness in the house of God. And over to Brother Roderick, we're going to pick up a, a small offering. We always like to bless the man of God. Amen. With a little token, we don't try to pay him. We don't try to just, you know, give a certain amount. And I'm not telling you to give $10, $20. Just give what your heart says. Give. And if you want to give some money, you give. If you want to give Brother Kenny a hug, but you better talk with his wife first. Amen. So, <laughs> amen, amen. Brother Roger, you come now and do the offering if you would, and we'll uh, try to get out of here for the next evening. Amen. And then I'll give a closing prayer. Amen. God bless you. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Give God a hand clap of praise. What a powerful word. Thank you, Pastor Stevenson, for that powerful word of God. Oh, my God. So now, um, amen. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Pastor James is going to walk around. You'd like to give an offering. Uh, place it in the hat. <laughs> God bless you. Don't forget, we'll be back here tomorrow evening, 730, back out here praising the Lord and, uh, you know, giving him all the honor, glory, and praise. We thank you for coming out tonight. I'm going to give away some greens in a second. I did give out my tickets so we can have a quick raffle. So, uh, Pastor, if you don't mind, I would love for you to... Uh, Offering. Eternal God, our Father, we come now just to say thank you. Dear God, thank you for the offers and for the gifts and the givers, dear God. Bless it now hundredfold that is returned to them, dear God, and to the ministry that it be given, dear God, that it may be able to be ministered in the money of Jesus Christ. Amen. We just thank the Lord. Amen. Many of you may not know me, but I'm Brother, Brother Jonathan James. Amen. I'm from Leroy, Alabama. Amen. And uh, this is this is my heart. This is what this is what God has called me to do. Amen. To uh, connect with people that uh, just want to come and build their communities. Amen. I'm all about building communities. Amen. 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 Come on, sir. Praise the Lord. We'll, we get a back. We get a restroom out here. Amen. Tomorrow. Amen. Amen. We are gonna make sure of that. Amen. Amen. But y'all just, I'm, I'm saying, I'm letting y'all guys know who, who I am because I want you guys to pray for me and um, the ministry that God has given me and my wife to do. Uh, she's not here tonight, uh, but we, um, we feed the inmates in our local county jail during the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. Amen. The, uh, the sheriff has uh, welcomed us, amen, with that opportunity, amen. So we've been doing it for the last four years, amen. So we just believe in God to continue to increase us. Uh, also, if you be here tomorrow night, I'm going to have the address. Um, I think we're going to be the second Saturday in December. We will be giving away 50 brand-new bicycles, amen, 50 brand-new bicycles. And I believe it is Highway 56. Uh, right, you know, uh, right outside of Chatham, Alabama, like you know where Wagerville is, the old Wagerville High School, the old Wagerville School on 56. Well, that's okay. Yes, well, my pastor is uh, Apostle Keith. Um, so our church will be giving away 50 brand new bicycles. Uh, if y'all know some kids in need of bicycles, please get there early. But uh, I'm sure we'll start around nine o'clock, the second Saturday in December. Uh, so if the date is not right, please inbox me. My name is Jonathan James on Facebook. It's called The Street Preacher. Please just message me and I'll give you guys the right date. Amen. Because I, we want to give this out to the communities. And every, every uh, third 
Every third Saturday, amen, in the month, we give away free food, amen, to anyone that is in need, amen. This is what God has called us to do. This is how we cultivate our communities, amen, by expressing love, amen. That is the expression of Holy Spirit is showing love to his people, amen. Um, so, amen. As he was saying, if anybody's in need of prayer tonight, we can pray for you guys. If everybody's, if your hearts are fine, we're just going to dismiss Amen. I really don't want to pray because tonight the revival is not over. Amen. But we just say, may the peace of God be with you. Amen. Amen. And love on someone. Amen. Amen. Shalom. May the peace of God be with you.
Thanks for listening to Breaking Chains on YAC Radio. Listen every night as we live stream on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash YAT Radio. Or call in live 858-357-9137. Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.